Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa ala ahla baytah al-tayyibin al-tahirin. When we discuss the mercy of the Messenger of God sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, as we have been over the last couple of evenings, we recollect the verse in which God states, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةٌ لِلْعَالَمِينَ That we did not send you except to be a mercy unto the worlds. And what really shows the uniqueness of the mercy of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam was that the legacy of his compassion and of his generosity and of his love was something that was transmitted to those who were so close to him. His family members are amongst those who inherited that charisma and that beauty and that character and that mercy of the Prophet ﷺ. When you take one by one and look at the examples of that of Fatima, his daughter, of his grandchildren, Hassan and Hussein, of his son-in-law, Ali ibn Abi Talib, السلام, we see example after example of them embodying that merciful spirit, that compassionate spirit of the Messenger of God, sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa This particular eve, the 19th of the holy month of Ramadan, marks a sacred occasion within Islamic history. An occasion that is filled with tragedy because it was the beginning of the end of the life of Ali ibn Abi Talib. Peace and everlasting blessings be upon him. And I don't want to focus on his death as much as I want to focus on that legacy that he left behind in terms of again embodying the prophetic spirit of mercy. Because what we learn and what we gain and what we continue to benefit from the family of the Prophet ﷺ is that they remain a source of mercy and compassion for every single one of us by their anecdotes, by their lives, by their words, by the inspiration and motivation they give us to striving on the path toward human perfection. As we've spoken about numerous times now over the last several nights during the holy month of Ramadan, we're consistently treading on this path toward human perfection. The embodiment of that perfection is with the Messenger of God and his Immaculate Family, the Ahlul Bayt, And from a personality like that of Ali ibn Abi Talib, we get a little bit of a glimpse into the incredible mercy of the Prophet On the 19th of the month of Ramadan, that this man who was known for his courage and known for his bravery and known for his valor who was the victory, who demonstrated victory at Badr and at Uhud and at Khandaq and Khaybur and Safin and Nahrawan and Jamal, battle after battle, defending the message of God, defending the history and the legacy of the Prophet on the 19th morning of the month of Ramadan, in the state of prayers he was struck by Ashq al-Akhirin, by the words of the Messenger the worst of the villains and the worst of the criminals in the latter days. 
This man, Ibn Muljim, when he struck Ali ibn Abi Talib on the head, beginning to his eventual assassination on the 21st of the holy month of Ramadan, his eventual martyrdom, which again began on the 19th, culminated on the 21st, what he did was strip a man who embodied all compassion and all mercy unto the worlds in the same way that his brother, the Messenger of God, did. A couple of insights in order to actualize the incredible nature of Ali. Again, we mentioned earlier that he was a man who was the victor of every single one of the major battles in the history of Islam. He is known, again, for that courage, for that valor. Yet this was the same Ali ibn Abi Talib who in the battle of Safin, he was riding on his horse, fighting against the army of Banu Umayyah, headed by Muawiyah. And it is said that he had come back after fighting in the way that only Ali salam does. He was still riding on his horse and his servant, Qambar, came to him and said, Oh Ali, drink some water. He said, you have been out there fighting in the heat. You're thirsty, you're tired, you're exhausted. And again, this is in the last four years of the life of the Imam Alayhi, meaning that he was not a young man like he was at Badr or Uhud or Khandaq and Khaybar during the lifetime of the Prophet And when Qambar comes to him and says, Oh Ali, drink some water. To which the question that Ali poses Qambar is, Oh Qambar, do you see all of those injured soldiers on the side? Did they drink? To which Qambar said, O Amir al-Mu'mineen, those injured soldiers on the side, they're not even from your army, they're from the army of Muawiyah. Why should we give them water? You need to drink. You're the commander of the army. You're Khalifat al-Muslimin. You're the leader of the Muslim world. To which he says, I will not drink until they drink because they are human beings just like I. Can you imagine? Someone who desires to feed their enemy someone who desires to feed and offer drink to those who would desire to shed his sacred blood, alayhi salam. That's Ali. That's the embodiment of prophetic mercy of our Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam. The same Ali who, when he was the leader of the Muslim world, he writes to his famous companion Malik al-Ashtar and his epic lines that, O Malik, treat your subjects the way that you wish to be treated by God. If you wish to be treated in a way that's generous by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then treat your subjects with generosity. If you wish to receive the mercy and the compassion of God on the Day of Judgment, then even though you are the governor of Egypt, then make sure that you, rec- that, that you lead with mercy and compassion toward your subjects. Forgive them and be lenient to them in the same way that you expect forgiveness and, and leniency from your Lord. And then he says to Malik, O Malik, and remember that people are of two types. Either your brothers in faith or your equals in humanity. Meaning that you treat those who come from the same religious tradition as you in the same way that you treat those who don't believe in the same religion as you do. Because at the end of the day, what they came with was to teach us a little bit about prophetic mercy. At the end of the day, the religion of Islam is about the way that we deal with others, the way that we engage with others. As much as it is about belief in our theology, it cannot be divorced from the ethics 
and the cultivation of these hearts of ours. That along with that belief, it requires a sense of action. And that's what we learn from individuals like that of Amir al-Mu'mineen, Ali alayhi salam, who again embodies prophetic mercy in every ounce of the word. For it is said on numerous occasions that Ali alayhi salam, again, even though he was a leader of the Muslim world, where historians, they write that he had more than 30 countries as we know it today geographically under his fingertip because of the expansion and the spread of the Islamic empire in the first 25 years after the passing of the Messenger of God, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Remember, Ali ibn Abi Talib had the largest geographic body under his authority, Sallallahu Alaihi Yet even then, he would leave his modest home in Kufa and make sure that he was distributing wheat and barley to every single orphan and to every single widow in his city. Again, emanating the mercy of the Messenger of God That during his time as Khalifa al-Muslimin for these four years and six months, as he mentioned in a previous episode, he embodied that which the Prophet did in the holy city of Medina. That there would be large platters of food every single day under in every single city that the Imam ruled over where there was different types of food available, that of chicken, that of fish, that of meat. Again, the details are present within the books of religious tradition. Where food was available for anyone and everyone that someone could go and eat and they would not have to embarrass themselves and ask anyone for a food. And anything that was left over from those open platters of food that were distributed every single day would be taken and distributed to those who were in need. Take a look at issues around food shortage today. Take a look at issues around unemployment that we are undergoing and that we are seeing and that we are witness to every single day. The religion of Islam, in terms of its most pure form, that is instructed to us by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Ali ibn Abi Talib and his immaculate family salam, they give us a glimpse again into those most important objectives of our religious tradition. That of mercy, that of compassion, that of generosity, that of love. During these days and specifically on this night, Specifically on this eve, as we enter into the last ten nights of the holy month of Ramadan, and as we enter into a state of contemplation about the incredible charisma and uniqueness of a man like that of Ali alayhi salam, a man who mirrored the prophetic image, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and was the inheritor of his knowledge and of his mercy, as mentioned. It's important that we enter into a state of contemplation as well. To think about what our role and what our steps need to be in terms of seeking toward embodying that, even on a very macro level, so to say, or a micro level, so to say. How do I interact with my family? Do I embody prophetic mercy? As the words of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he states, خيركم خير لأهلكم. The best of you 
are those who are best to their families. وَأَنَا خَيْرٌ لِأَهْلِي And I am the best to my family. How am I impacting my society, my local community, in terms of emanating that mercy? What am I doing to walking in the footsteps of Ali where I'm courageous and brave and standing up for justice in the moments that I need to, but at the same time, I'm demonstrating love and care for the most vulnerable in my communities. Calling ourselves a Muslim, or calling ourselves a lover of the Prophet or calling ourselves a follower of Ali means that we put on the robe of responsibility upon our backs. And of course, I remind myself before anyone else. And it's important that during the month of Ramadan, we seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the tawfiq, the blessing, the divine support, so that we're able to really illuminate and understand the meaning of responsibility and strive to put forth our best effort toward walking in the footsteps of the Messenger of God and that of Ali and that of Fatima and that of Hassan and that of Hussein. Inshallah, we'll continue in the next episode. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us to truly be receptive to the light of the Prophet and his family alayhim as والحمد لله رب العالمين وصل اللهم على سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى اهل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook